Dang, wait, so you watched this one right before we were going to do Starship Troopers. Yeah, I thought we were doing Jingle All the Way. And then that day we ended up doing Starship Troopers, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, I watched it... Uh, what the fuck did I watch it? I watched it last week, because we I was going to try and... I don't know. It, it, we, the whole schedule got a little mixed. Yeah. Um, but uh, I watched it not too long ago, like uh, earlier this week, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was... It was great. I, I love this movie. Oh yeah, uh, there's a lot of. You know what I noticed? There's a lot of um, like Looney Tunes type comedy. In oh it, yeah. Um, that I wasn't. Uh, I mean, I knew it was in there, but I didn't really connect the dots mm-hmm. until I was watching it this last time. There's like a couple of like Wiley e. Coyote bits in there, like oh, like the bomb. The bomb, or like when he's flying around with a jetpack and shit. Oh my god! And then it yeah. goes out on him, and then you just see his, uh, his body like shrink yeah. as he goes down. True. Um, but anyway, let's uh, let's get into it. So um, let's play it again, man. That means you know what that means. Hmm. You know what me that means. What? Play it again, man. Yeah. That means it's turbo time. <laughs> <laughs> You must remember this A kiss is just a kiss Good morning, Vietnam! You're gonna need a bigger boat Erica! 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 Hasta la vista, baby What's up? All right, everybody. What's going on? Um, here in the studio with Jason, and we are going to do Jingle All the Way from 1996, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad of all people. It's directed by Brian Levant and produced by Christopher Columbus, which I did not know. Um, yeah, he uh, is famous for obviously directing Home Alone, Home Alone oh. Two, and a couple of the other uh, the first couple harry potter movies i think that's his real name yeah chris columbus oh yeah he has that that production company 1496 or whatever oh it's because he's christopher columbus i don't know how proud he is about that now yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know in the early in the late 80s christopher columbus was still very widely celebrated we got days off of work for that shit um but yeah so yeah, this movie, like we said, it stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he plays an all-American dad, which he totally seems like, um, who's trying at the very last minute to get a Turbo Man doll, as they call it. Everybody knows, if you're a little boy, they call them action figures, where yep. we're from. Um, but parents don't know that, so he's shopping last minute to try to get a Turbo Man doll for his son, and hilarity ensues. He meets a ragtag group of different uh, characters, uh cop that's trying to chase him a crazy mailman and uh yeah it's it's a great movie um i didn't realize how much i like this i mean i've always liked this movie mm-hmm. but i didn't realize how much i liked this movie until the last time i watched it um because when it first came out uh and we can talk about this a little bit more in depth right now it just it it seemed it didn't seem like a it's obviously not a home alone home alone is like a fucking 
all-time great fucking classic Christmas yeah. movie. Are you fucking... <laughs> yeah, I was about to punch you in the face right now. It's about to get up and walk away. Well, like, okay, so you got the plot, you know, when it was released. Oh, um, forgot to mention, I was surprised. This movie had a budget of $75 million, $20 million of that going to Arnold Schwarzenegger, so I guess that makes up for the inflation. Um, but it actually made uh, $129 million, which I'm surprised because it did not open well to, like, critics and audiences. Uh-huh. Um, so people kept on going to see it. But, um, yeah, like we said, that's the movie. It got released on, uh, shit, I don't remember the exact date, but 1996 for the holiday season. And, um, yeah, so let's start at the beginning and talk about where we were when we first saw this movie. Mm. Yeah, I... Fuck, man. I don't remember. I probably saw it on VHS or some shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It, that that era is, like, hard to re- really remember because... When, when's all the drugs? <laughs> <laughs> what, when I was fucking seven? Yeah. <laughs> no. 97, you said, right? 96, actually. Or 96? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. I... Yeah, probably VHS or on TV. When, like, when I didn't see a lot of movies in the theater. No, until I know. Later we, we, on. We've talked about that already. Yeah. Um, yeah. When did it start becoming a movie that you're just like, oh, I fucking love this movie. This is great. Oh, not until later, like a few years later, like probably like, like high junior, school, junior, junior high, high, high school. And then ever since then, it's just like, you have to watch it every Christmas. Yeah, I try really, really like, hard. You have to. Um, it's great now that it's, it's streaming on stuff. For a yeah. while, it wasn't streaming on anything. Yeah. And I actually, so for me, same thing. There is a total possibility that I saw this movie in theaters. Mm. But because, like I said, it's not your great classic like Home Alone or fucking uh, other other movies like uh, of that caliber. I If I did see it in theaters, I totally don't remember that. Yeah. And I remember seeing a lot of movies in theaters. But this one, I, I might have just seen on VHS... It, and it and it's it's kind of crazy that I don't remember specifically going to see it in theaters because I mean 1996 Arnold Schwarzenegger was the biggest star in the world mm-hmm. and I loved him like I loved everything he did so I honestly don't remember if I saw it in theaters um, but I know definitely and probably around the same time junior high high school that's when I really started like oh I love this movie it's great because it's not a great movie and it's got some really stupid bits in it oh, but. Yeah. That's when I started to appreciate that stuff a little bit more, um, and then I would I would rent it all the time at Blockbuster um, holiday seasons, and then I bought it like mid twenties on DVD or early twenties, like right before my family moved out of my house and everything, um, and I had it for a while, and then when everybody lived here, I was like, oh, I'm gonna put Jingle on the way, Jingle all the way on, like for Christmas, went up and looked at my DVD. Um, case and it wasn't in there so Hmm. somewhere because i mean i didn't take it anywhere somewhere in this house buried under the floorboards is a copy of jingle all the way that i can't find anymore but luckily like i said this year it's now streaming on disney plus because uh disney owns everything this movie was picked up by 20th century fox um and uh yeah that's uh that's how uh it ended up on disney plus oh yeah um so going forward, before we go into uh, <clears throat> the making of the movie and everything else, we got to get through the cast. So obviously, this is what the third Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that we've done on here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, we've talked a whole shitload about Arnold. Um, little tidbit, this is the fourth comedy that he starred in. You have, um, give me a second here. Hold on, let me guess. Yeah, try, try to guess them and try to guess them in order. Okay. First comedy. Um, uh, twins? Yeah. Second would be Junior? No. You got one more before that. Comedy. Oh, Kindergarten Cop? Kindergarten Cop, yeah. And then Junior? And then Junior. And then you have this movie. I would. I hate I, Junior, by the way. I've never seen it. Fucking disgusting movie. <laughs> I've seen it once as a child, and I'll never watch it again. Yeah. Uh, I, you, you've, you've talked about that a little bit on there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would kind of rule in uh, Last Action Hero in there as a comedy. Yeah. It's a little bit of a comedy. A comedy action, for sure. You know, there's there's a little bit of, like... The beginning of uh, Kindergarten Cops, pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. It yeah. really is. Yeah. So that that might be considered an action. Hold on. Let's be fair. Yeah. Every Arnold movie is a fucking comedy. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You can't really take many of them Dude, that seriously. Except T2. Yeah, Terminator 2. And Terminator. Yeah. Like, those are... those are. Besides those, everything else everything is pretty else. hilarious. Yeah. Pretty, pretty fucking funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so talked about arnold a whole bunch this is his fourth swing at comedy and i think he um like i said he he's a uh i think there's ports in his points in his career when he realizes like oh this is who i am oh, this yeah. is what i'm doing um so i'm just gonna have fun with Full it and just fucking go go nuts what i found funny uh and the research is that uh sinbad was he improvised a bunch of his lines, oh, and because nice. he it was feels doing, like it. because he was doing that, I guess Arnold Schwarzenegger started <laughs> improvising too. Which um, I mean, it it doesn't come across that way, but no. I mean, just it's it's whatever. I guess I wonder I wonder how much of his improvised lines are on the cutting room floor oh, that yeah. just never got out there, and what are some of the fucking insane things he was doing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. We've talked plenty about him, yeah. so let's move on to the rest of the cast. Um, we have obviously the next um, big big role is Sinbad, and how do you feel about him in this movie? He's hilarious. I think he's fucking Dude, awesome. He's hilarious. I, he kills me every fucking thing he says. <laughs> sick world, sick world with them, sick people. Uh, yeah. yeah. So Sinbad, if you don't know who that is, shame on you. Um, he's a he was a pretty pretty famous up and coming comedian in the in the mid to late eighties. He had a very like family friendly style, so he didn't get like because to be a really big comedian, you kind of have to like go yeah go for blood sometimes, and so he kind of fizzled out. Um, and you know, I didn't never thought he was like the funniest comedian or anything, even when I was a kid. But he has some roles, especially this one that I that I that I really like. Um, he's he's also famous for people thinking he was in a movie where he was a genie, but that actually never happened. Um, but anyway. <laughs> He uh has been in a lot of movies, a lot of TV. Uh, his first movie that he was in he, uh, is a movie called Club Med, and he actually plays himself mm. as a comedian. Um, and another movie that my mom really liked called Necessary Roughness about fucking uh, like a, a college football team. Um, I that. And then apparently he's in this uh this I guess you call it like a PSA type movie. It's called Time Out, 
the truth about HIV, AIDS, and you, and he plays a condom. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, and then in 93, he does Coneheads and Meteor Man. Oh, dude. Um, which I don't remember him in Meteor Man, but there's so many like iconic he's like, randomly... black, black actors in yeah, that movie. He's just in the back. Um, and then he starts getting like starring roles in House Guests and First Kid. And House then Guess, obviously this one, he's playing off the most popular actor in the entire world in this movie and then he does a movie like good burger where he's got like a small piece and then his career kind of just fizzles out oh good burger. and and it, and in no way does that surprise me yeah really i mean he had his time in place and he you know he's still getting residual checks for those movies oh, yeah. and all his stand-up specials and he's on a lot of tv you know he did some voiceover work he's on the cosby show he's on different world a lot of prominent um african-american led tv shows and a bunch of other ones as well um, but yeah, like we said, I, I love him in this movie. Yeah. He's just the perfect, like, um, the perfect opposite of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, uh, I don't know how much research you did this, but did you see the, who they wanted as Sinbad? No, I didn't originally? see that one. No. Joe Pesci. Oh. I think that would have been great. No. Really? No. What about him? Like, dude, him and Lethal Weapon? Yeah, he's great in Lethal Weapon, but in this? No, like... Him fucking doing the rants and everything like so him on. as Dementor. Well, that's the thing. They they I guess they uh, <laughs> they went with Sinbad because of his height and yeah, his exactly. like, stature. So yeah. it's like they could frame the shots easier yep. and everything. But dude, Joe Pesci's fucking hilarious when he wants to. He's be. He's hilarious, but like the fight scenes, yeah, they wouldn't have worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it definitely wouldn't have worked. Like he would have just kicked Joe Pesci, Pesci's ass. <laughs> at least when you see Sinbad and Arnold go at it. It, you're like okay, I can see that they're both the same size. Yeah, yeah. Arnold's buffer and bigger, but I mean, like that doesn't mean shit. They're they're Simbad's t- what? He's like six four, six yeah, five. Yeah. He's, he's a big he's motherfucker. Re- he's, he's really tall. He's actually taller taller than Arnold. I think so. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I uh, I mean yeah, I, I love Joe Pesci, but no, that wouldn't have worked. Yeah, it's I too small. See. Yeah, no. So Sinbad is great in this movie. Like we said, he had a nice little prominent career in the '80s. Came up through. A couple of movies, had some starring roles, and then, like we said, his career fizzled out, and I think uh, the world was better for it, to be honest with you. <laughs> Next up, we have the late, great Phil Hartman. Yep. Um, and Phil Hartman, I was, I mean, every time it's every time he's on screen in anything, he's fucking, I swear, he, like, steals the show. He's just, he's he's got such an amazing face yeah. to look at. Oh, yeah. And then his voice Obviously, um, for people who know a lot about his work, uh, he was on SNL from 86 to 94 where he played a slew of different characters, iconic different characters. And he was also um, two prominent voices on The Simpsons from 1991 to 1998. He played Lionel Hutz and Troy McClure as well as a bunch of other um, characters on that show. And he just had this great voice and this great vibrance. And, you know, all in Hollywood, everybody said that, you know, he was just a pleasure to work with, and he was fucking really, really, really funny. And unfortunately, he passed away on September twenty fourth, nineteen ninety eight. But I did a little digging um, on his earlier career, which I didn't know a lot about. Um, there's a there's a place called the Groundlings here in Los Angeles, where mm-hmm. a lot of famous comedians come out of. Um, that's he met Paul Rubens there, Pee Wee Herman, mm. and they actually wrote together. Uh, they put together the the Pee Wee Herman show for HBO, mm. and then he co-wrote Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which is a fucking hilarious movie directed by Tim Burton starring Paul Rubens. Me. 
You've never seen it? Never seen it, and I don't really think people Herman's Dude, funny. watch that movie. I think it'll change your mind. At this age? Yeah, still at this age. It's ridiculous. It's fucking hilarious. All right. Yeah. It's, it, dude, it's so stupid. It's really funny. Put it this way. Last night, we made Dustin watch a very Brady sequel. and Oh, my God. He loved Exactly. That's Those what, movies that's what, that's what I'm telling you. He didn't, believe, he didn't believe us about it. We put it on, and it was, he was laughing his ass off. I got to say, I'm so... Real quick, I'm so glad you like the Brady Bunch <laughs> Dude, movies. When we put it on last night, I was like, I have to find out how Jason fills out fills <laughs> about love these those fucking movies because we definitely have to do an episode about oh, these. Dude, those movies are great. They're, they're fantastic. They're fantastic. Yeah, we. So I put on because we've been trying to get him to watch it for so long, mm-hmm. and he's never wants to, and it's never been streaming on anything. So I was like, I'm gonna give it one more shot. I typed in uh, Brady Bunch on Google, and then they're both on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, my God. So we were supposed to watch The Lord of the Rings last night, <laughs> but I was like, fuck this. He's here. I'm going to make him watch it. Yeah. So I put, on a, I put on a Brady Bunch movie, and then Jerry was like, no, no. If he's going to be here, we're going to make him sit through anything. Put on the sequel. I was like, <laughs> all right. So we turned it off and put the sequel on. Dude, so ridiculous. Uh. But I digress. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Phil Hartman... Like like we said, he he co-wrote uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which is an amazing movie directed by Tim uh, Tim Burton in 1985. Then he like he had roles previous to that. He's the first movie he's in is called Stunt Rock. He's in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. He's in, got a small part in Three Amigos in '86. He's in Coneheads '83. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another big one that I used to love when I was a kid was Small Soldiers. Oh yeah, plays a dad next door. And That's right. He was just—he was just an amazing dude. Some of his, like we said, he was on The Simpsons for for years. I know you didn't watch The Simpsons that much, but uh-huh. the two characters that he played are on a slew of different episodes, and for the most part, there's episodes based around the characters that he plays. Mm-hmm. One in particular, um, and he was just really, really great. And unfortunately, his wife, his third wife, he. Um, was divorced twice had met his third wife they had two kids and she had a substance abuse problem um and she was abusive to him i think they they had they had domestic violence problems and stuff like that but apparently she was getting clean um and this is a crazy story that i I can't remember where i heard this one it might have been on a podcast or something but uh john lovitz who um pretty prominent uh actor in the in the 90s you guys might know him from he might be uh the crazy wedding singer from Wedding Singer uh, to you guys. Hmm. But he used to be on a show called The Critic, um, which was really, really funny. And he was on SNL, a lot of different movies he's in. But they were really, really good friends. And apparently his wife, Phil Hartman's wife, was clean for a while. And things were going okay. Mm -hmm. And then they ran into Andy Dick at a party. And uh, he gave her some like cocaine. And then she started using it again. And then... She ended up shooting Phil Hartman uh, while he was asleep, and then she killed herself. Uh, and the story goes that a few weeks later, or months later, you know, everybody's devastated. They do a bunch of tributes for him in Hollywood and everything. Um, and a few weeks later, a few months later, John Lovitz is at a party, and Andy Dick comes in, and he's like, I don't know if John Lovitz is drunk or if he's just really upset about it. But he goes up to Andy Dick and he beats the shit out of him. Oh, like, fuck. Like, just totally fucking destroys him. Um, but yeah, uh, rightfully so, because Phil Hartman was just such a fucking funny guy. And like we said, everybody 
couldn't say enough good things about him. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, he's he's fucking great in this movie. Every scene that he's in in this movie yeah. makes me laugh out loud, uh, like hysterically. He just makes you want to fucking slap the shit out of him. It's just <laughs> yeah. like he's so, he's so good. It. Oh, so hey, good. Howard. <laughs> hey, Howard, sir. <laughs> Calls him Howard, Howard sir. sir. <laughs> uh, who else do I have in here? Wrap some chains on this guy. He's gonna get a little icy <laughs> later. Something that he doesn't like about you. <laughs> Must be the aftershave or something. <laughs> Just dude, the way he talks. The way he through. says it. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, see here. There's, there's obviously. Um, <laughs> Howard's wife is played by Rita Wilson, who's famously married to Tom Hanks. God damn it, man. Give me one second. He was on, hey, I didn't watch much of that show, but he was on that show, News Radio, too. Oh, yeah. He was on News yeah. Radio a lot. I saw clips of it. It um, like a funny show. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Rita Wilson, she is... She's done a lot of shit. A lot of stuff I haven't seen, to be honest with you. Uh, just yeah. a few things here. None of it matters. She's she's in Jingle All the Way. That's all I mean, matters. she's in Jingle All the Way, but she's Tom Hanks' wife. Show a little respect. Uh, um, yeah, she's in. Uh, no, it's, exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I haven't seen. To be honest <laughs> with you, uh, that thing you do, she's in that movie. Oh, okay. Maybe maybe she met Tom Hanks there. I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, also, we got little Jakey Lloyd, who's fuck man. That kid's life. What happened to him? Dude, uh, oh, I don't know shit. I, I, so he's, you know, him in this movie. Right. Not great actor. No. Uh, the next year he gets cast as Anakin Skywalker. That's in, him? Yeah. He gets cast as Anakin Skywalker in The Phantom Menace, which is arguably, to be honest with you, at the time, the most important role to ever be cast ever in a yeah. movie because Darth Vader is like the biggest, baddest villain of all time. Yeah. So whoever's going to play Anakin Skywalker is super important. Mm. So that's him. And obviously that movie's reception was not good. So that kid got bullied in school. He got fucking... He he left school because he was getting bullied so bad. He never made another movie after that. Um, And then he turned to drugs... And to crime, he's been in at a prison. <sighs> now he's got like he's he's diagnosed as schizophrenic, Holy and like fuck. his life went off the fucking rails, man. It's pretty pretty sad. Hollywood for for kids is usually really usually, like yeah. not not good. Yeah. But his story in particular, because of the whole Star Wars thing, just wow, just fucking totally destroyed his his life. Um, pretty insane. If you've seen a picture of him now, yeah, um, he looks. Like he's had he's had a rough, he's had a rough, but uh, okay. yeah. Next we got um, Officer Alexander played by Robert Conrad. That dude's just in a bunch of old TV. He's in yeah. a lot of movies, mm-hmm. but in a bunch of old TV, a bunch of stuff that we've never seen. Um, also, they have uh, they have him listed here as Mister Ponytail Man. Oh, on the, the radio the DJ. Yeah. Um, that guy's name is Martin Mull. Uh, I've he, seen him before. Yeah, he's been in a lot of shit. Uh, most famous. Oh uh, well, what I know him from famously is um, he plays Colonel Mustard in the movie adaptation of Clue, which is a movie I fucking love to death. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys haven't seen it, you should watch it. Uh, it's super kooky and funny. Directed by John Landis. Um, I think he had a recurring role on the Roseanne show too. Pretty mm. sure, 
And uh, more recently, I know he played a character's parent on like uh, Community, and he's just been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, he's a pretty funny, pretty funny guy. Um, and yeah, uh, so that's uh, that's Martin Mull. Next up, I think we have to say Jim Belushi. Mm, yeah. uh, <laughs> Jim Belushi, what's your what's your I think take it's on funny. it? You you think Jim Belushi's yeah. funny? Well, wow, you're the only one. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he, I'm dude. He, what's crazy about obviously his his way more. Well, I don't know if you could say way more famous brother anymore because John Belushi was only in the spotlight for quite a while. Oh, quite a while. But the people our, that know that, but yeah, John Belushi deal. was one of the first members of SNL. Um, him and Dan Aykroyd famously are the Blues Brothers. Um, and he is Pluto in uh or Bluto in in Animal House. Uh I still need to watch that. You've never seen Animal House? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um Wow. I'm uh I'm a little uh Well I'll tell you <clears throat> for movies that you know, sometimes people are like, Oh man, if you don't watch it as a kid or as a as a, you know you won't find it funny yeah. or you won't like it. Yeah, yeah. And I think Animal I think Animal House is one of those movies. I mean, yeah. I don't think that you won't like it, but I don't think it'll be as funny to you as Well, I was gonna say Blues Brothers was that for me. I didn't really see, I didn't see it until like five years ago. Damn, Blues Brothers is funny. And it's hilarious, hilarious though. I, oh really? I oh okay, yeah. great, great, great. No, that's what I'm saying. Like I it's I thought it was gonna be one of those movies. A- Animal House, you might think it's funny, but I don't think it'll be as funny it's to like you. It's like an American pie. Yeah, though. yeah. But so, like way watered down, so it's not But I the other one I wanna see also is uh, that Porky's movie? Oh, Porky's! Yeah. yeah. What are the reverse Porky's is going on here? Um. Yeah. Anyway, Jim Belushi, his brother was John Belushi. He died from an overdose when he was hanging out with Robin Williams. Um, <clears throat> but Jim Belushi, his much younger, much less talented brother, dude, got a crazy fucking career. Listen to the, he's in Trading Places, the man, uh, the man with one red shoe, Little Shop of Horror, Salvador, Jumping Jack, Flash, About Last Night. Principal, Real Men, Red Heat, K9, uh, where he teams up with a dog, kind of like Turner and Hooch, Homer and Eddie, who's Harry Crumb, taking care of business, and that's only from 83 to 90. He's yeah. he, He's been in so many fucking different movies. That movie Salvador is really good. Um, yeah. There's, he's been in a lot of good movies. Yeah. Um, he plays a criminal Santa in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh the only part that I find him funny in is where he starts calling Arnold a chicken. He's like, uh, but uh, yeah, he um, fucking oh god, I can't believe his name is escaping me right now. Breakfast Club, Sixteen Candles, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Fuck, I'm gonna people, Matthew Broderick. No, the director oh. and. People are gonna eat me alive oh, for this. Fucking uh, something, not Edwards. Uh, <sighs> Fuck. Why can't I fucking think of his goddamn name? John. I keep on wanting to say John Landis, but I know that's not him. Uh, John. How- Howard? Some Howard? John Howard. Uh, Hughes. John Hughes. Yes. Fuck. John Hughes. Um. John Hughes tried to make him famous in a movie called Curly Sue, which I remember going to see in the theaters and just being like, oh, man, that was not good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he also does a lot of voice work. Uh, he used to do a lot of voice work in cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on a bunch of episodes of Hey Arnold, and whenever I hear his, 
his voice. I'm always like, oh, that's fucking Jim Belushi. A uh, couple of episodes of Hercules and everything. But like we said, he's got a crazy, crazy career. There's a lot of shit that he's in. He's got a small part in this movie. It's not great, but uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's John Belushi for you. Or Jim Belushi, I'm sorry. <laughs> not to get them mixed up. And the only other person that I wanted to call out here, because I know who he is, is um, fucking... What the hell is this dude's name? Uh, Richard Mall. Richard Mall plays the the Dementor at the beginning in, oh. the, in the movie. Oh. That guy has been. And then I was looking at his IMDb. That guy has been in so much shit. Um, I recognize him because he's in uh, he's in an episode of Married with Children, mm-hmm. and he's done a bunch of other TV besides that. Uh, and then also he's got a really really iconic voice, kind of like uh, Clancy Brown from Starship Troopers. He played Venom in a. Sp- Spider-Man game that came out for PS1, and then he's in, uh, he plays the ghost in Scary Movie 2 that's in the wheelchair. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) He plays that guy. Like, if you see him, he's got, like, a really weird face. He's in caveman movies and Highlander and a bunch of other stuff. Mm. He's this really big, tall guy. He's kind of got squinty eyes, but uh, he's been in the business for a long time, so I I thought we should mention him just uh, going forward. You forgot somebody. Who? Well... Oh. Well, it's the big show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then um, I can't remember his name. Your halls, bub. Yeah. The big show's in this. He's he's a giant Santa Claus, and it's crazy <laughs> to see how big he is compared to fucking Fuck Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. He's fucking huge. Uh, and then also the little guy. That's uh, that's I think that's what's his name. Uh, Mini Me, right? Oh, I don't know. I think I think it is him. The one that he punch on the yeah that he punch that he punches, punches? yeah flies across the room mm. I think that's him little buddy um, yeah but that's pretty much the cast uh, I don't think we're missing anybody else no, of nobody important not of importance um, so yeah let's go into like our favorite scenes of the movie um, what do you what do you got up first what's the first thing that pops in your I head? just love how simple when he's on the phone, you're my number one customer. <laughs> yeah, when it's establishing yeah. like, who he is, yeah. and he's the all American, and that's what the one of the greatest things about this movie yeah. is like. And and it said it in in the research like, oh, Arnold liked the role because he thought he liked the idea of just playing a normal person because all the time he's like a secret agent right. or like some fucking superhero or some bullshit. And in this movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they make no mention to his Austrian accent that he no, clearly they never has. do. And he's just supposed to be this all-American fucking dad, and yeah, that whole that whole beginning scene when they're establishing who he is and he's on the phones. Hello, Mister Jacobs. Oh yes, we've been busy, but you know I like that. I'm gonna make it. I hear you. Yes. So what can I do for you? Two hundred king size by next Friday. No problem whatsoever, but only for you, Mister Jacobs, because you're our number one customer. Andrea, hi. Well, if you think the fabric is too dark, then we just recover it. And no extra charge. Well, what do you expect? You're my number one customer. But don't you forget, you're my number one customer. You're my number one customer. Liz, hi, honey. How are you? Howard, where are you? I know, Jamie's karate class. Don't worry. I'll meet you there. I promise. And don't forget, you're my number one customer. Liz, 
I, uh, look, I didn't mean that. I... Liz? And remember, you're my number one customer. And then he says it to his wife. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, Liz, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. If you don't like the, the color, no problem. We'll just change it for we'll you. We'll just change it. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> so, so good. No problem. Um, let's see. Then after that, so after that we get like a lot of the setup. He's yeah, at. He misses. The, I I do like I do like uh, the bullshit belt ceremony. Yeah, he misses that. He's got to go talk to his kid. But I do I, love that I do like when uh, he says this little tangent thing uh, when when he's talking about how they were like connecting and everything, and he's like, oh, and he's talking about that terrible guy. Yeah, the rock and then, sock him. Yeah, and then fucking uh, his wife's like, oh, you got the doll, and he's like. <gasps> The doll, and then they do that zoom, they zoom in on him, <laughs> and then w- w- the one line that he does, he's like, "Yeah, I got it." He's like, "The the with the with the Sarakam Sakam jetpack it's terrible time." Then he's like, yeah. and she's like, "Oh yeah, I got it." And he's like, she's like, "Oh okay." And he's like, "You think for one second I'm not gonna do something you tell me to?" I fucking love that part. And he's so, like, "There you are." <laughs> he just lays down. Because uh, they'd be impossible to find. Yeah, Dumb. yeah, and laying in bed, dude. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that. That part's just really funny because it's establishing like the stakes that are that are up and everything. Um, and then you get the next morning, and then obviously I I wouldn't call this necessarily a scene. Oh, but we went we we went past the when he's talking to Jamie and he puts the belt on. He's I like, mean I don't like that part. You know much. I don't really like any part with that kid in it. To be Aww, honest with you, dude. But it's Arnold. And he's like, is this it? <laughs> this is really cool. This is really cool. He's like, how do you do it? No, not like that. Like this, and he puts it on his forehead. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then I forgot to mention that kid has like the coolest fucking room in the world. Yeah, Captain, got America. Captain America painted on the walls and like all sorts of other shit. I was just like, dude, fuck that little kid. Yeah, he's a little shit. Um, sorry, I had well, to yeah. mention that. No, part. no, no, that's that's fine. Uh, my sister and my brother would kill me if I didn't mention that. Part yeah, die every time <laughs> that part comes on. Yeah, that part's super cringe. Um, so. After that, like I said, I wouldn't call this a scene, but like we said, anytime Phil Hartman's on screen, absolutely oh, yeah. fucking hilarious. When Howard's trying to <laughs> to leave, and then uh, he's got the the reindeer. reindeer. <laughs> Where you going, Howard? Yeah. And then he's like, "I gotta pick up a doll for Jamie." Just like, yeah, just a whole. I picked up my doll yeah. weeks ago. It's snuggled comfortably under, under a tree. Sorry about that, Howie. What's that? A reindeer? A little Christmas surprise for Johnny. You just think of everything, don't you, Ted? Howard, I'm of the mindset you can never do too much to make a child's Christmas magical. So what happens to Blitzen after Christmas? I've been watching a family of deer down by Lake Minnetonka. I thought I'd take them down there and set them free. If nature's kind, they'll take him in like he's one of their own. How touching. Hey, buddy. How are you? Whoa. That's odd. Reindeer are usually such gentle animals. There must be something about you he doesn't like. Aftershave or something. Yeah. All right. Good to go. Where are you off to so early? Picking up a Christmas present for Jamie. Whoa! Nothing like waiting till the last minute, Howitzer. So where'd you get him? Uh, one of those Turbomans. Oh, that's great. 
I got a Turbo Man for Johnny months ago. It's nestled safely under our tree. Good. Uh, dude, yeah, just every single line reading that you get out of Phil Hartman is just so fucking funny. And then he's got the, <laughs> oh, dude. What he's like, what are you going to do with it? After, oh, yeah. What happens to Blitzen after Christmas? Like, I've been watching a group of <laughs> a deer down at Lake Minnetonka. If the if they're kind to them, they'll take them yeah, in as one of their own. <laughs> Just the absolute douche, dude. Oh, dude. So fucking good. Oh, and then, dude, <laughs> the beginning when they're at the fucking the belt ceremony, and then all those chicks are like, oh, I'm so glad you came oh, yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, fucking uh, came over and took care of that. And he's like, oh, yeah, no problem. And then that chick, she's like, Oh, you think you could come over? I got a week? leaky something. Yeah, it's like yeah. I think I got just the, the two for, for the job. job. That stupid face yeah. he makes, and fucking Rita Wilson just like kind of <laughs> staring. I mean, you could kind of tell like those chicks are blowing up what he's trying to do with fucking oh, yeah. what's her name. Uh, dude, so good. Uh, but yeah, that's that's Ted. Right when we like get to meet him, um, <laughs> maybe I should put some chains on you. Oh yeah, uh, what's that? Yeah, what's that? He's putting his lights on. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's that part where he's leaving, and then the next great part to me is right when fucking Arnold meets Sinbad. Oh yeah, they're all they're too. all waiting outside. Yeah. For- hey, give the man a break. He's a dad trying to get a toy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, have cuts, man. Last minute shopping, huh? Yeah. Enough to drive a man insane in. Myron Larrabee. Howard Langston. <laughs> See, I have to shop late because it's the busiest time of year for me. All these important Christmas letters that people send to folks they don't even talk to but once a year. Not to mention, relatives sending presents they're going to have to send back anyway. How many toiletry kits does a man need? How about those little stupid letters from kids to Santa at the North Pole? Dear Santa, could you send me a bike and a slinky? No, your father's been laid off. And as if I didn't have enough pressure in my life, my son sends me off for some, like, goofy butt toy. Some fruity robot named Turtle Man. It's Turtle Man. My son wants one, too. You know it's all a ploy, don't you? A ploy. Man, where have you been? Don't you watch TV? We are being set up by rich and powerful toy cartels. Oh, come now on. Now you got these big fat cats sit there using working class just like me and you. They spend billions of dollars on TV advertisement, and then they sit there and use subliminal messages to suck your children's minds out. And I know what I'm talking about because I went to junior college for a semester and I studied psychology, so I'm right in there. I know what's going on. And then they sit there making kids feel like garbage. If you, the father, who's working 24-7, delivering mail, so you make an alimony payment to a woman that slept with everybody at the post office but me. And then when you get the toy, it breaks and you can't fix it because it's a little cheap plastic. You know what I like to do? I like to walk up in that office, grab one of those guys, and just chuck him and chuck him until his eye pops out. Shouldn't wear fur. Dude, his fucking... So I, uh, I, I took a semester of junior college, uh, so I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Took a semester of psychology in junior college, so I know what I'm talking about. You know what? I, oh yeah, what they get the saying? kids' minds, and uh, then you, the father, they make you feel bad. It's <laughs> like, and they have a woman at the post office who slept with every single person but, but me. me. You know what I like to do? I like to grab one of the people, I like to juggle. <laughs> they're all like looking at it dude he's like is that fur <laughs> you shouldn't wear fur yeah <laughs> dude that part's so fucking funny uh oh, and then wait, it, when he's like he's like and you get the toy and then it breaks and then you can't try <laughs> to fix it <laughs> 
And then oh, when they finally when they finally get into uh they finally get into the fucking whatchamacallit. The store. Yeah, and then oh fuck. I gotta Chris Chris Parnell. Yeah. He he's in uh he, he's on Thirty Rock for a long time. He does the voice of Jerry on um uh, Rick and Morty. I think yeah. he also does voices in that show Archer as well. Oh, okay. But they run into him uh and they're like asking about Turbo Turbo Man dolls and they all start yeah. fucking laughing at him that whole scene's really really funny um one thing that i was like tripping out on in there is uh uh when obviously byron or myron turns on arnold schwarzenegger right away and then uh he arnold schwarzenegger grabs that rc from that kid oh, and yeah. then he's like this is war and then like he's driving <laughs> it but it's on another aisle yeah, there's and no it's way like dude see. how the fuck could he see like what yeah. was going on um and then obviously <laughs> they leave there they get um they get that tip off that uh that lady that that lady just grabbed it oh and apparently so in the in the like uncut version he runs into a lady that looks like her and it ends up being Yard- Yardley Smith from the Simpsons she does Lisa's voice and it's like the wrong lady mm-hmm. and she's like super attracted to him for some reason i i almost feel like arnold just put that in there and they're just like <laughs> Let's cut this part out. Let's cut yeah. this part out. Um, but, uh, yeah, freaking uh, my mom. The, the reason I think that is my mom's friend back in the day. She used to work at, like, May Company or something. Mm-hmm. She was, like, a salesperson or whatever. And Arnold, like, in L.A. or something, and Arnold Schwarzenegger would go in there. And then he'd go in and he'd, like, be trying on underwear. And he was just, like, full of himself and be like, what do you think of this one? And I mean, like, come on. <laughs> like, all the time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, she told me that that... that Used to happen, that's but funny. um, yeah, so then they go to that other they go to the Mall of America, right? And then that's where like all the ball, like they have the balls, <laughs> and then he's got to go on that like fucking rigorous, like little journey to find a red ball somewhere. But before that, that's when he calls home to talk to Liz. oh, dude, yeah, yeah. you're right, I, I have that one written down. That's one of my favorite parts. Yeah. Uh, Sugar cookies, baked to golden brown. <laughs> got it. You go take a shower. Dude, yeah. Hi, Liz. Oh, oh, hi, Ted. Look at you. It's Christmas Eve and you're slaving over a hot stove. Is this the mom of the year or what? It's no big deal, really. And modest, too. <sighs> Liz. Looks like you could use a little you time. Why don't you go upstairs, take a shower. I'll keep an eye on the boys, finish up with the cookies. Oh, no. Go on. You deserve it. Uh, Oh, well, uh, okay, but, you know, listen for the other I know. Sugar cookies, bake 12 to 15 minutes till golden brown. Yeah. Dad's got everything under control. Phil Harmon, and then he gets gets on the phone. Pipe down in there. Pipe down in there. Yeah, dude. And we're then he dying. calls. We're dying. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger fucking calls. Merry Christmas, Langston residents. Hi, I. Ted. Howard. Hey, buddy. How's it going out there? Everything okay? Yeah, fine. Uh, Ted, I need to speak to Liz. Uh, could you get? Mm. Oh. Howard, excuse me, but your wife's cookies are out of this world. What a... Who told you you can eat my cookies? I'm just helping Liz out a little in the kitchen. She's making up a storm here. Ted, 
I need to speak to my wife. So could you get her on the phone, please? I think she's in the shower, Howard. Do you want me to go check? No! I mean, no, that's fine. On your way out, just tell her it would be a few minutes late, but you shouldn't worry. Oh, she won't worry. I mean, I'm here and... Mm, oh, these cookies! I gotta get the recipe from Les. Put that cookie down! Now! Obviously, um, dude, yeah, the Phil Hartman. It's like, oh, it's like, wait, where's Liz? Oh, she's in the, the shower. shower. You want me to go check? <laughs> no! <laughs> and then Howard, these cookies. Oh, I gotta get the recipe from Liz. <laughs> Who told you to get in my Make cookies? cookies Put the cookie down now! <laughs> dude, so good. Uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite bits as He's well. Like, He's like... <laughs> What's his name again? He's like Howard. This this time of year can be cause a lot of stress yeah. for people. He's like on your way out. <laughs> yeah. You tell Liz I'll be home. She shouldn't worry. All right, Howitzer. Real quick though, very very small part that I love when they go into the scene or into the uh, the store uh-huh. when he's like, they're all gone. <laughs> the Turbo Mountain Dolls. They're, they're all, all gone. gone. We do have his faithful companion, Brewster. <laughs> or that great laugh when when uh, Chris Purnell and his friend, or he's like, oh, he's asking for a, a Turbo Man doll. Turbo Man. Dude, they're like hottest action figure selling. Just the the level of cartoonishness in like the people's performances, and then fucking like all the other crazy ass shit that goes on in this movie. This, it's it's just really great. Like we said, this movie is not like it's not Home Alone. If you've never seen this movie, at least, yeah, it, this movie is not Home Alone, and you're not going to get the same like kind of feel good, uh, like just warm heartedness from those movies. Yeah, and the writing's not great. It, but it, <clears throat> it's like it, it's it's just like a B team movie, but it's it's just so good. It's, yeah, um, it's fucking hilarious. So then, yeah, after all that, then they go to the Mall of then, America. Yeah. And then uh, they're giving out balls um, <laughs> as, like, lottery like lottery balls to get a Turbo Man doll or whatever. And uh, the fucking... Uh, all the balls go everywhere. Arnold's got to chase it across the Mall of America. Yeah. Um, and then he's chasing this little girl who puts the ball in her mouth. And then he ends up in a ball pit himself trying to get it from the little girl. And then all the mobs start beating him up. Perfect! Oh, yeah. I'm not the pervert! I just want, this I turbo just want man. a Turbo Man doll. Dude. Oh, well, before that, he fucking sells out Myron. And he's like, he got two! Oh, yeah. <laughs> he makes me! Yeah. He got two! Dude. And then they take him down. He's like, run the key! Run the key! Run the key! <laughs> Oh, dude. He's amazing. That's, That's so dude. fucking dumb. Sinbad dude. is fucking great. Yeah, he's movie. super, super fucking dumb. So then, after that part, they're both that. Oh, then he goes back to his car. Oh, wait. No, that's when he meets. That's when John he meets. Oh, yeah, yeah. He meets yeah. John Belushi there. Did you say uh, you're looking for Turbo Man? Yeah. So, this isn't one of my favorite scenes, but I, yeah, think, okay. I think we'd be amiss if we didn't talk about it. Yeah. He meets John Belushi. He says he's got a Turbo Man doll. They do the classic take a take a picture with something in the new, day of the newspaper. Yep. Um, they take him on a long ass trip to this warehouse in the middle of nowhere, which apparently is like one of the only place, one of two places they shot in California. I think oh. the warehouse is in Pasadena, and then the parade they did in in on um, the Universal lot. Um, but uh, 
they take him to this warehouse and it's just a bunch of fucking Santas. <laughs> and the Santas, like, the Santas are just what? They're selling bootleg toys, yeah. I guess? Um, there's like hundreds of Santa Clauses there of all different shapes and sizes, yeah. literally. Um, and then when Arnold fucking calls him out, he. Uh, Arnold calls him out and then he fucking. They all turn on him. They yeah. call, he calls them con men, and then yeah. they also want to start fighting. There's also deleting a scene in that one oh, yeah? where they sing a whole song. Um, it's pretty annoying, yeah. yeah. And it's like Jim Belushi like, leading oh, the I'm whole, so glad whole thing. Yeah. They took that out. Um, but yeah, they skip that, and then they all start. They get in this big-ass fight. Obviously, Arnold Schwarzenegger's not having a problem until the big show comes out. And then, I'm going to deck your halls, bub. And like all this different shit. Um but uh, that scene, it happens. Yeah. He gets in a fight, and the way he, the, oh yeah, then the police come and they fucking oh, yeah. they raid they raid the place. Yeah. Um, and then that one guy, I think it's I think it's a uh, fucking you know the guy I talked about him. Um, Total Recall, fucking his homie. How was how was Recall? Oh, how was your trip? How was yeah? Uh, how was your trip to Miles? Harry? Yeah, I think that's him. Really? He's, one, he's the cop that comes in to be. bust him. He looks a little taller, but so the, so the cops come in to him. bust him, and then. Fucking Arnold's panicking, and he looks. There's obviously a bunch of yeah. There's obviously a bunch of fucking uh, kids' toys there, and there's a fake policeman's badge. So he grabs it, and he's like, "You're gonna hear from the fucking commissioner. The the commissioner's gonna hit the roof when he hears about this." (laughs) Yeah, just standard fucking dumb movie. Shape up and arrest somebody. Police talk. Police talk. So then he gets out of there, and then is that when he returns to his car, and it's all it's all fucking. Yeah, I think so. Oh no, no, that's when he comes out of the the out of the radio station. All right, I think it's the. No, because he runs from yeah, from there to there, right. and then he goes back to the radio station, yeah. and it's all fucked up. Yeah, and then he totally so home. yeah, so he goes to the diner after that, and then he meets up with Sinbad, and then on the radio you hear Martin Mull is like, "Oh, if you want a fucking Turbo Man, call and just tell us all the names of Santa's yeah. reindeers." So then they get in a fight in the phone booth. This is this is another one of my favorite scenes. They're gonna fight in the phone booth. And then Sinbad rips the fucking yeah. cord out of there. So the owner's like, fuck, they're fucking on my shop. It's like, hey, man, there's the, the place is like down the street on around the corner. And then, uh, which is so stupid, too, because on a radio call, there's so many people calling in. Somebody oh, yeah. would have had the right answer. So they run down the street. Obviously, Arnold is impeccable shape, and he's fucking... Sinbad's trying to chase him and he's like throwing he's people's he's packages out of his fucking <laughs> trying to lose the weight. And then uh Arnold gets there first because he's running way faster. He kicks the fucking door and it breaks and then Did Martin I win? Mull, Did I win? Martin Mull calls the police. Yeah. And then fucking me. <laughs> and then he's trying to tell him the answer. He's like, no, no, no. And then fucking Sinbad shows up and then the uh Fucking uh, Sinbad pulls out the package. He's yeah. like, "This is a, a fucking bomb, bomb, blah. It starts going off, and then Martin Mull tells him, "There's not actually a fucking yeah. Turbo Man here." Blah blah. You would get one eventually. Eventually, and he's got that horrible fucking uh, horrible uh, ponytail. One of my favorite parts in that scene is when he goes, "He's all, he's all, I'm un- I'm unstable, man. I work for the post office." So tell him, he's like. This man is totally, totally insane. insane. He's like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Better luck next time, loser. Free. Hey, hey. Hey, guy. Just can't stay out of trouble, can you? You wouldn't want to hurt a fellow civil servant, would you? What's all this violence? 
this Christmas, and I was just delivering some Christmas. Hey! Back up! This is a homemade explosive device, and I'll blow it up! You know why? Because I work for the post office, so you know I'm not stable! Tell him! This man is totally insane. Thank you! Now put the guns down. Now! Put them down! Brother man, put your gun down. Everybody! You too, Barnaby Jones. All right, just stay there. And I'll know if you move, because I have the ear of a snake. Ciao, baby. And then uh, I, I always catch I always catch this when he when he gets in the elevator and he's like ba ba babies like yeah, that yeah. when the doors are closing I always feel like Sinbad was waiting for the take to end and he stopped like being Myron a little yeah. too quick and you can just tell him go back to Sinbad really quick. <laughs> like right before the doors close. If you notice, like he he throws in a lot of like like he doesn't say white people. Yeah. But he talks about how like my father like didn't trust people or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's all, and that was the last time he trusted anybody or something mm-hmm. like that. Like he and what what does he say? He says like uh like this is a racial thing or he's like oh a black man oh yeah and, 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 you know he's something like, like oh, that. Oh yeah, he's like you don't want to team up with the black oh yeah, man. that's right. That's, that's what Jesse Jackson was talking about. That's ridiculous. Uh, but anyway, so oh, but we're 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 going over one of the best parts in the movie. Which part is in the diner when he's talking about he's all. You ever seen the commercial man, the giant oh, yeah, yeah, gun? Yeah. Turns out I was thinking about that right yeah. now. What is it? What is it? He's all seven guns in one, man. I think it looks like a blast. Yeah. But it... for me, it was just another chance for my father to let me down. <laughs> and then Arnold's like, that's going to be Jamie if I don't get him Turbo Man. <laughs> He's Here's got... to you, Dad. Got the bottle of booze in his head. He's dressed like a mailman. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so good. Yeah. I totally forgot about that part. Um, so yeah, Myron gets away, and then the cop he has the bomb. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten years on the what bomb. Do, but does does Arnold leave at the same time? Does he like just run off? Because he gets out before Myron does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, so he's downstairs, and the cops like, I was on the bomb squad for ten, ten years. years, and then fucking rips the package, and this is like that Looney Tune shit. Yep. Fucking, what's his name? <laughs> Arnold's running downstairs, and then fucking Myron's in the bridge above, yeah, and then exactly. he's like... That was really a bomb? Just a sick world we're living in! Sick people! <laughs> that, was that was really a bomb? bomb? Sick world! There's some yeah, sick, sick people world. living here! And then they show the cop, and he's the only person yeah. affected by it, and he's just covered in soot, and yeah. his hair's smoking and shit. Um... They'd, yeah, all, they'd all be fucked Oh, up. dude, yeah, of course. Especially the way they made that building shake and yep. everything like that. Um, but, yeah, dude, uh, that's probably one of my favorite scenes. And then after that, obviously, he goes... Uh, he, he That's when he returns to his car. Um, his car is completely yeah. fucking... They took everything. everything. The wheels, the doors, yeah. everything. Uh, so he's got to get a tow bag. Goes home. And... Uh, He's upset because he sees fucking uh, Ted putting up his, oh, his Christmas tree. Yeah, the, the star. And then he breaks into Ted's house. He's going to steal the fucking thing. And then the house almost catches on fire. <laughs> yeah. He punches the fucking reindeer. Yeah. Um, he gets caught. Everything's bad. They're going to the parade. Um, <laughs> I like how he's fucking 
drinking with the reindeer afterwards. Oh, yeah. And then when he leaves, he gives him a whole beer to drink. I like when when he when he realizes though, like he's like, "Who am I stealing from a kid?" Yeah. He's like, "No, I can't." You're going this. back. Too, <laughs> <laughs> and he kicks the fucking head out the window oh, yeah. at the carolers, and then. Fucking uh, Phil Harmon, Balthazar. <laughs> Can't bench press your way out of this uh, one. Yeah. Oh, so good. I, I actually... I whatever to, else I, you got. I have to mention this. Yeah. Uh, going back to the, to the diner scene, mm-hmm. you're going to hate me for this probably, but I think when he's talking about the clubhouse that he made Jamie, he goes... He's like, you should have seen his face. Sure, the door was kind of crooked. crooked yeah. And, you know, didn't sit quite straight, but he loved it. Oh, we had dinner, whatever. When he's explaining that whole memory, I honestly think that's some of his best acting, like, ever. Really? Yeah, because, like, he's, like, so into it. Like, yeah, yeah, And, like, like you know, I don't know. Like, I, I felt something in there, and I'm just like, wow, this is, like... You know, you know, one of two best acting I'm, scenes. Yeah, no, for real. I, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking about just his, like, not even his line delivery, but his facial expressions mm-hmm. in that scene now. And I think you might be right. Yeah. He seems very enthused yeah. about how, like, it made him feel. And, like, maybe there are certain things, like, because you've seen interviews with Arnold and everything. Yeah. So. I, I think thinking about his face in that scene, like not even remembering the the what he's saying word for word, yeah. like it it actually does come across that way. My favorite part of that whole is when is when he's like he even made us have Christmas dinner in there. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then and then Sinbad's like, nah. He goes, oh yeah. Like the way he says that, like it's so genuine. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I love that part. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that's that's that whole scene's really funny. Leads up to that fight and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think as far as, like, <laughs> you got you got something else? <laughs> Fucking Sinbad. I just put this quote. I'm sorry, but he's like, what did he say? Oh, yeah, because he has the bomb. He goes, and don't move, because I'll know when you move, because I got the ear of a snake. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, at all. Dude, yeah, there, there's a lot of lines that he has in this that I'm just like, oh, God, man, what a he was on fire. Also, the the whole punching the reindeer thing, yeah, he really likes punching animals because in Conan he knocks out a camel. You know what? No, he does. And then uh, in True Lies, when he grabs a two dog, yeah, <laughs> stay. I think it's just a thing that he has in his contract where he's like, <laughs> I gotta knock out an animal. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Conan, when he punches that camel out, is one of the funniest things ever. Like, he's drunk yeah. in the city, and he backs up into it, and the thing makes a sound. He turns around, boom, and just fucking cracks <laughs> it right in the face. Oh, my God. That, that shit is too good. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's, he's dude, I'm telling you, he's always knocking out some sort of animal. I think it's because this idea that, like, oh, what can what else can we throw at Arnold Schwarzenegger? And yeah. Animals just knock him out. Um, but yeah, as far as like my personal favorite scenes, I think we went through all of them, but -hmm. obviously the next most like rewatchable scene is when he fucking, he's running from the cop and then, uh, obviously to the, uh, Ted and, and Liz in the car. Mm -hmm. It's funny just because Phil Hartman's fucking great and she throws the eggnog in his face. And, um, after that, yeah, he's, he's running from the cop, ends up in that building and they dress him up in the fucking turbo man thing. And are, then, you him? Oh, are you him? Uh, what's his name shows up too. I can never remember his name either. He's from Revenge of the Nerds, uh, One Crazy Summer. He's got that really crazy voice. He plays Brewster. 
Oh, he's only in oh, for yeah. a second. Yeah. Um, or booster or whatever. Um, but he's in it. And uh, yeah, so then Arnold Schwarzenegger comes out. He's in the parade. He realizes he's fucking Turbo Man. And then we get the actor playing Dementor gets knocked out yeah. by somebody who we don't know, but we obviously yeah. know it's fucking Myron. Um, and then he gets to pick Jamie as a fuck, and which is the stupidest I hate this part. Stupidest I wrote it down. thing in the world is like <laughs> he's got to pick a fucking. Uh, what about that that news team? Oh, the I fucking, hate them too. <laughs> they're like wow that's a great turnout today. yeah dude I, I mean they're supposed to be yeah, like that but... so I think they do a good job um but uh yeah he's gotta he's gotta pick a like dude that chick fly turbo man fly uh, use, use your jetpack <laughs> yeah fuck you <laughs> but uh he's gotta pick a kid in the audience to give a turbo man doll obviously he picks Jamie yeah. his son um he's a dumbass because he doesn't realize that that's yeah, his dad. I would yeah, know that's dude. my dad right away. Not only is he a hulking mass of like <laughs> human being, but Jamie, yeah. like dude, obviously like, that's your dad. So yeah, he picks him, and then fucking the goon squad comes out, and then fucking uh, Myron shows up as Dementor, mm-hmm. ta ta Turtle Man. Yeah, and this is one thing that I always used to say all the time: Give me the dough, kid. Yeah. It's like not D O L L, it's D O W. Give me the dough, give me the dough, kid. <laughs> so he's chasing him around. Turbo Man or fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger starts using his fucking jetpack, and that's when you get a lot more like yeah. Looney Tune shit. And uh, he finally defeats fucking Sinbad and then uh, they real I don't know how you see Jamie I'm your father <laughs> and then he's got the Turbo Man doll they're gonna take fucking Sinbad to jail yeah. and then fucking Jamie does a nice Christmassy thing and he gives it to Sinbad even though he's going to jail I don't know what yeah. the fuck he's gonna do with it um, and he's like well oh this is another part it's like oh Jamie I thought you wanted that uh, doll more than anything in the world it's like yeah but I got my own Turbo Man and then dude Arnold yeah <laughs> just a kid all happy and then uh, he meets the cop and the cop's like oh you're a Turbo Man you can yeah, use a so, guy like you, you on, on the, the force yeah um, and then yeah and then the movie kind of just ends yeah. after that Oh no! Put another black man in jail. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they go home and they're going to sleep and all's well. And then fucking uh, oh no! Oh, yeah. Right then, there. Uh, it's right then and there, right? She's like, oh, if you went through all oh, this trouble, trouble for Jamie, would you me, get me? Yeah, would you get me? And he's like, oh. and <laughs> That's then the it just, best it just fucking ends like that. Oh my god! It's so good. They should make a jingle all the way to. Where they de-age Arnold, and then it's the rest of that day. Mm. He sneaks out while they're asleep, yeah. and then it has to. It's like from midnight to fucking seven oh, a.m. the next morning. <laughs> well, we already answered our question for the end, then. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sequel, but there sequel, is a sequel. jingle all the way. No, too. there is, and I, yeah. I kind of want to watch it just no, to see. No, 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 with Larry don't, the Cable Guy. That. I hate Larry the Cable. Oh, guy I do too. So much, but I just want to see the first like ten minutes just to see what it's about. Oh God, no. Um. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So yeah, that was basically the whole movie. Uh, if you had to pick one of those, one of those parts, what's what parts your favorite? <sighs> Fuck. I just love any time Arnold says "turbo." Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, pretty... but scene. Fuck. It's got to be. I don't know. I'm just gonna throw one. 
Probably the beginning, like the first store scene. Like, yeah, when they go in, I was. I, I'm. I'm either gonna say the fr- like the first store scene where he meets dude, where yeah, he meets Sinbad. Yeah, uh, Sinbad is so fucking it's funny great. that part. Yeah, or the phone call with Ted. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I fucking love that. Put the like, cookie down. Yeah, and just like yeah, cook till golden. Yeah, yeah. he makes that face when yeah. he takes oh, your yeah. apron off. <laughs> Dude, amazing, dude. Put down in there. Dude. Actually, I think I might go with that one. Yeah, that's yeah. Is fucking great. So fucking good. Yeah. Phone call phone call with Ted. And then that other scene. Oh, we forgot to mention that other scene where fucking because he names the reindeer Ted too. Oh yeah. And then fucking when he's talking to Jamie on the phone, and she's like, put your mom on the phone. She's like, oh, I can't right now. She's petting Ted. Oh yeah. And he's like, what? what? Get your mother, please. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'd I'd go with the phone call. Yeah, but dude, it's, it's yeah, no, great. the 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 store opening is fucking awesome as well. Um, <clears throat> so other than that, yeah, that's that's pretty much our whole movie. Our favorite scenes. Um, any anything that you found? Uh, yeah, I I don't like how they fucked up uh, the black family's dinner. Oh, I was I wrote that down, and I swear, which is really funny. Um, I wrote that down because I was like, dude, that family is having, first of all, they're having dinner in the middle of the day. Yeah. Second of all, there's a giant ass parade yeah. outside. Like, why would they just be sitting, sitting there doing that? But what's funny about that scene is, uh, I feel like Steven Spielberg <laughs> stole that scene and put it in. Have you ever seen Minority Report? Yeah. Dude, like one of the same scenarios happens when he's running from his buddy cops and uh-huh. they all have that jetpack chase. They crash into another like family's house when they're like oh, at shit. the dinner table with that. the jetpack. Yeah, hmm. there's like some kid playing. Um, there's some kid playing saxophone and that's where the chase ends. But the, cha- the scene before that, they're in a in an apartment and they're like going through the fucking uh-huh. the ceiling and the the family above they're like at a table uh-huh. and the whole jetpack thing. I was like, dude, that's way too much of a coincidence. Yeah. To, not, not. He must have been like, oh, jing all the way, and then just that's, took it. That's really funny. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. That's that was one thing that that I noticed. Anything else about about uh, the movie that you noticed that you were laughing about or anything? Um, I had something. I might have said it already. Um, oh, nothing that I noticed, but just something hilarious that I was saying to myself. Imagine Arnold. But mm-hmm. as the T eight hundred in every Arnold role. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of there's not a lot of not a lot of wiggle room there. I get the Turbo Man doll, <laughs> and he's just shooting people in the kneecaps, <laughs> trying to get. It. <laughs> They'll live. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, a little bit about the movie. Um. <laughs> besides the actual plot and what goes on in it, so. Uh, written by a dude named uh, Ron Rand Rand oh Rand, Randall Cornfield uh, written by a dude named Randall Cornfield and it was inspired by the idea of like back in the 80s I mean this stuff usually happens um, or used to happen a lot before online shopping there would be a hot new toy Tickle Me Elmo Couch Patch Kids Beanie Babies a bunch of other shit that like people would fucking go scouring the city for people would get fucking like crushed because stores are like overpacked with people and everything. So yeah. that was the the whole idea about it. But obviously a lot uh, more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Then Chris Columbus comes on to produce it. He rewrites the script, um, shapes it up a little bit more, 
which I mean I could see um, him doing that stuff. Arnold comes on, and apparently I don't know if this means that he was attached to it, but something about when Arnold comes on this, it delays the reboot of the Planet of the Apes movie. Mm. So oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so I'm not sure if if Arnold at one point before Marky Mark was supposed to be in the Planet of the Apes oh, reboot. That would have been terrible. I mean, would it have? Yeah. Come on. That one already sucked. Hey, hey, hey. Would it have? (laughs) Arnold and a bunch of fucking apes? These goddamn apes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, that that probably would have sucked either way. But um, yeah, so that's uh, how the movie got started. Arnold comes on. Like we said, it's his fourth, like, full comedy movie. It's filmed in Minneapolis. It takes place in Minneapolis, and they filmed it in Minneapolis and uh, St. Paul, the neighboring cities. And like I said, the only two places that weren't um, over there, filmed over there, was uh, the warehouse, which was in Pasadena, and then the parade was filmed on Universal lot in mm-hmm. the New York Street area. Apparently, they had fifteen hundred extras for yeah, that, that, that whole sequence, um, and that's just something you don't see anymore. Um, obviously. Because CGI is a thing, and they don't want to pay a bunch of people. I just think it just gives it an authenticity. Because yeah. like we said, when when we were doing Tombstone, mm-hmm. and I was like, I just feel like we're not going to see a movie that that has that level of care and like Mm-mm. you know um, authenticity to it. Uh, so yeah, that was <laughs> that's a little bit about um, the making of it. Uh, like we said, they film in Minneapolis. That's where the Mall, Mall of America is. Chris Columbus had a little bit of complaints about that shooting location because it's just so full of people oh, that yeah. there was just so much noise. But um usually when they spoke to ongoers and like people looking through they were pretty polite and and uh, Arnold describes everybody as really cooperative and nice and everything. So that was fucking great. But um anything else about this movie that you just really, really love? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I just love like I love the way the movie moves. Like it, it just flows. Yeah, it flows really well. No, I think so. I think like, so too. Um, <clears throat> you're never in one location for too long, mm-hmm. and I think that that plays into like the, not the theme of the movie, but just the like the pacing and Time. like how how hurried Arnold yeah. is yeah. and everything like that. He's going from location to location yeah. trying to get this fucking doll, um, and it's yeah, it's it's really great. And um, there's a certain, I mean. Just Christmas movies that come out now, there's not a whole lot that come out in theaters anymore. And then the ones that you see that come out on Netflix and everything, yeah. when you watch them, for, for me at least, I don't know how everybody else feels, but there is this like feeling that you get from like even the bad ones, Home Alone, um, this movie, The Santa Claus, like a bunch of other stuff. There's just this feeling... Of like groundedness and like, I don't know, just this, just I don't know, like maybe not even re- like realness, like this, this like hallmark feeling that you get when you watch these Christmas movies that it just really feels like Christmas. Whereas like now, movies that I see that take place during the holidays just seem like oh yeah, really commercially yeah. like and not in a good way. Um, and this movie definitely holds on to that that yeah. older older bit of it. Um, but yeah, it's uh. I think it's hard as an adult to get into like invested in a, in a Christmas movie. It's like, kind of really, hard. Like, it's kind of hard to get invested in new in, ones in, in anything now. I try yeah. so hard every year to get in because growing up, uh, Halloween is my favorite holiday. Yeah, and like now, 
I gotta work. I don't go to parties where there's scantily clad women everywhere. I don't go trick or treating, which I honestly do. If it wasn't weird, I would dress up and go trick or treating still because it was just fun. It was yeah. fun going out, seeing people in costumes, yeah. seeing how people dress up. They're like, that's why I can't wait to have like a kid and take them trick or treating, mm. seeing them get the shit scared out of them oh, or yeah. whatever. Like, it just see, it's just fun. Yeah. And like now, you know, get home from work and I'm tired. I'd make do my best to watch scary movies and like decorate the house and everything. But you're right; it's it's hard to invest in Christmas movies and holiday stuff in general because the world just beats you down. I like that um, for Christmases movie. You ever seen that one? I haven't seen that one. That's uh, Vince, Vaughn. Vince Vaughn and, and Reese Witherspoon. T- no, oh wait, yeah, I thought I was gonna say Jennifer Aniston, but I think it is. Yeah, Reese I think it's Reese Witherspoon. Witherspoon. That movie is funny as fuck. Really? I think. Dude, Robert Duvall is his dad, and then one of his brothers is fucking uh, John Favreau. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> he's just a douchebag. He's like the biggest douchebag. <laughs> and he goes home, he's like, fuck. And they're just like, it's just like, they're total kids again. Yeah. And he's like, dude, like, I'm an adult now. Like, we don't have to act like this. Oh, shut up. He's like punching him in the stomach. Like, I don't know. That movie's fucking uh, funny. I'll have to check it out. I'll but, tell you what movie not to check out is mm. Fred Claus. Oh. Uh, or Vince Vaughn is... I don't think I saw that. Santa Claus's yeah. brother. Oh, God. And he's living in the shadow of his brother, Santa Claus, played by Paul Giamatti. I don't believe that for a second they're brothers. Yeah. Paul Giamatti. And well, Paul. I mean, his brother's Santa Claus, so it's a little bit of suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Um, and there's like a bunch of other movies, Christmas with the Cranks and like fucking... That one's all right. Deck the Halls. I didn't see that. I didn't see that one either. Um, but yeah, it's just, this movie's got, got a time, a timely thing to it that I really enjoy. Um, 90s Christmas movies are the best. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they're just really fun. But, um. Elf is great. Elf is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Elf is really great. John Favreau is just a really good director and obviously that was like Will Ferrell at the top of his game. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, apart from that. I think we kind of went over that's most of it yeah. everything that that I'm thinking of. So, I mean, we talked we talked about whether we wanted a prequel, sequel or reboot. Um mm-hmm. I'd definitely say that's that sequel man. Oh yeah, easy because prequel what? There's not there's, Yeah, there's, you're not going you're not going to do anything. You're with, just going to see him be a workaholic yeah. and yeah. miss a bunch of shit yeah. like um but uh yeah, no. <laughs> a sequel where he's, he's literally has to wait for Liz to fall asleep and then sneak out of the bed <laughs> and then it's him from like midnight till fucking six o'clock in the next oh, morning God. just fucking running around the seedy underbelly. He runs into Jim yeah. Belushi again. Yeah. <laughs> and then fucking Myron's out on bail and they run into each other. And uh, yeah, that sounds like yeah. a great movie. I'm down with that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's that sounds fucking awesome. Any anything else you want to go over before we we close it out? Um, I mean, not really. I mean, this movie, like my nephew, I watched this movie with my nephew, mm-hmm. and I love that he he finds it hilarious. Like he he gets it. I know? think if you catch them young yeah. enough with this one, they'll definitely like it. Yeah, he gets it, and like I think he gets like that Arnold is like. Like he doesn't take him so seriously, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, 
it's not supposed to be like super duper serious. Yeah, but in any of his shit, like yeah, he, no, he understands course. the whole like like the the and I doubt Arnold Schwarzenegger will ever hear this podcast, but if he does, we love you. I love you so much. But I mean he knows, he knows. He, he knows. made fun of himself in the last section here. Yeah, he so. knows, he knows. Um but yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but yeah, I fucking love this movie and I watch it all the time. Yeah, I get every every yeah. every year, every chance that I get, I'll I'll watch this movie. And like we said, um it's just it's just it's not one of the one of the all-time greats, but it's definitely got a place in my heart for sure. Yeah. It's it's for sure one of the Christmas movies that are one of the ones that I like that I don't ever miss watching. Yeah. Like, other ones, I probably won't watch them. Uh-huh. But this one, I always watch on Christmas, even yeah. though it's not the best movie. Yeah, of course. Per se, but... I Like I said, I missed I it, love it, like, the last two years because I couldn't yeah. find my DVD, man. But I'm glad it's streaming now. If you guys want to go watch this movie, if you've never seen it, or if you've seen it and you want to watch it again, it's streaming on Disney+. Plus. That's a plug for Disney+, Plus. so please give us a bunch of money. Um, <laughs> do you think, do you think uh, Howard... Change his ways? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. He he's like good for like a month or two. Yeah, and back and then to missing back, all kinds back of to shit. Work, back to work. Back to work. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, I I think that that happens the rest of his life. But he always goes that extra mile to yeah. try and like make up make, for it. make the effort. So yeah. that's why like, that sucks. <laughs> that's why his son ends up in jail with schizophrenia. <laughs> Um. Yeah, but uh, I want to. If that's how we're gonna leave it off and we're done with it, I just want to um, dedicate this episode to Phil Hartman, which was one of the great co- uh, comedy actors of our time, and uh, he's been dearly missed ever since. Um, so Definitely. for Play It Again, man, I'm Steven Valdez, Jason Brunes, and we will see you at the movies next week, guys. Later. What's up, guys? Steven here. Hope you guys liked that episode. We had a hell of a time recording it, nonstop laughs the entire time. But uh, me and Jason really want to thank you guys for tuning in week after week when we put out our episodes. And we also want to thank you for being patient when we can't put an episode out each week. You know, there's sometimes scheduling conflicts and everything like that. Me and Jason both have lives outside of this. So um, we just want to thank you guys for being so patient with us. And we really, really appreciate you guys. Um, subscribing to our instagram at play it again man underscore pod same thing on tiktok same thing on twitter same thing on youtube um we haven't started uploading videos yet but we're going to be doing that very very soon and we're looking forward to the next year uh bringing you guys a lot more great content but for the meantime we are going to end this year off with a bang our next episode is going to be fellowship of the ring for that film's 20th anniversary And the last film, possibly the last film we're going to be doing for the end of the month, um, is going to be Die Hard. So tune in for those next two episodes, the next two weeks that are coming out. And we will see you at the movies next week. Have a good one, guys.